Welcome back, Ant-Man fam. One more movie news, rumors, rumblings roundup for you for 2023. Probably the last one of the year. Who knows? Anything can happen. Our 10th year. Yeah. You know, we've done 10 full years. 10 years of movie news roundups. Mm. We wrap up this 2023 year. 10 years of rumblings. I love that. Well... We got some big news in the movie industry because, as we know, movie stars around the world wake up early to see if they've been nominated for a Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. just can't sleep the night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's better to just like stay up instead of getting up in that situation, you know? Yeah. Did they do a 5 a.m.? Announcement for this one, or is that only the Oscars? Is that the Oscars trademarked the the uh, as soon as know. the sun shall rise, we shall announce the, <laughs> the nominee? Yeah. God forbid we tell you at noon after <laughs> right. a little cardio session and a coffee, right? You know, right. if Mindy Kaling's not on my screen by <laughs> five a.m. on Oscar Day, then it's a complete waste of time. Yeah. I think they do that just because everyone has a story of. Oh, oh, it was four in the morning because everyone's on the West Coast. So on the East Coast, they'll announce it at like seven. So in the West Coast, it's like four in the morning <laughs> or earlier. Right. Like, oh, yeah, they were calling me. I was up. My parents called me. They found out. Like, you get all those stories when you have a weird time. If it's if it's announced or it's just tweeted out, you don't have all those stories about how, how you found out because everyone's yeah, just- Yeah, like the NFL oh, started doing the MVP at a uh, award show every year. They should start doing like- the MVP for the NFL at like 2 a.m. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And it should be that big guy that tells you you're in the Hall of Fame. He just shows up on your doorstep. <laughs> that creepy big football guy. You ever seen that guy? The Hall of Fame yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah. David he, Baker. He's the one yeah. who knocks at 2.30 in the morning, no matter where you are. And you answer all groggy. And it's like, congratulations. You won <laughs> Offensive Player of the Year. <laughs> I think he's seriously like seven feet tall, David Baker. <laughs> and his head yeah. is so big. That's the biggest <laughs> head I've ever seen on a human being. That guy should like do in-person cameo. Like you should be able to rent that guy out to deliver news. <laughs> to knock on doors. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Your girlfriend's like, dumping you. Yeah, like promotion. If you get promoted, oh, like that a is company a great gets that bit. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like at least for an ad campaign or something, if not in yeah. real life. I mean, that's a great Shows up in the jacket. He is the one yeah, who knocks. You, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, he should do the Oscars. That's that's the only change I would make. No word yet on who's hosting these here globes. If anyone. Maybe we'll just go hostless and rock with the VO. It's Elmo. It's the creepy Elmo, though. Huh? Canceled Elmo's hosting them. The actor. Man. <laughs> He's not canceled anymore. Because it's by the way. it's the foreign press, like the stuff he yeah. did. They don't even. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, it really might be Roman Polanski. We have no idea <laughs> at this point. Well, I've seen that several people have have turned it down. Chris Rock has turned it down, of course. Will Arnett, Shocker. turned it down. Right. Sean Hayes and Jason Bateman all passed. So they tried to get the Smartless trio, and they all passed. 
Joe Rogan pass? <laughs> don't think they asked him, but they want to make some headlines. I, think that'd be good. I mean, he's a comedian, Richard. Right. Comedian. How long would the Globes be if Joe Rogan posted it? Because it's already like three and a half hours, and his podcasts are like six. What if they turn the Golden Globes into a podcast, and it's it's a rotating host of Mark so, Maron? And this is my question. So the Globes was a fun show because it's TV and, and movies. And as those things, as TV kind of rose to the level of movies, it became a fun show because it kind of was the only thing that treated culture like we all treated as watchers. Mm-hmm. Even though, but then the awards were voted on by like six, like creepy Polish guys, and so you know it became. And it also was cool because it maybe would start the narrative for the Oscars, and so it was interesting. Maybe the award itself didn't mean a whole lot, but you know what it meant to the narrative of things for that year. Okay, so all that we've talked about that a million times, and it's kind of, it used to be a fun TV show. Everyone's drunk, everyone's together, but didn't we decide over the last few years that this didn't matter at all? Like we got rid of it, and now I feel like it's. Great marketing campaign. They've rebranded it as back. They've just decided we have to care about this again. What's up, Brian? You know, I felt like this was off the air a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was because of their approach to a lot of things, like with with the Me Too and the uh, yeah, the, yeah, and the Times Up movement and all that kind of stuff. So well, I think it, was, up, it got you can't like get Me Too if you're just Italian, you. right? I mean, you got right. Italian hands. That's you can't Me Too those. Yeah, it feels like they suspend. It feels like culturally we suspended the Golden Globes for a year. We punished it by okay by uh, sending it home for a year, and now, yeah, it's all it's back. We're good. We we'll just okay. keep rolling. Yeah, got it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think they they nominally changed some of their processes, you know, but so you can't just throw up with a bag of money and get the tourist <laughs> nominated anymore. I guess. I mean, I always kind of like that about the Golden Globes. <laughs> Wait, we shall see. We need, we're we're going to go over the nominations here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there's probably a few cases of that. Right, there Haunting in is. Venice is best picture. I don't know, man. I, mean, I liked it. Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Well, um, they do. They, I guess, they're trying to stay relevant. And we'll start off with this category oh, well. as an example. F- best cinematic slash box office achievement. Is a category. So this is like best blockbuster. So this is their attempt at rewarding the non Oscar best picture type movies. Most people saw these movies. Yeah. The nominees are Barbie, Guardians 3, John Wick 4, Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, Across the Spider Verse, Super Mario, and the Eras Tour, the movie. They nominated so, that so Taylor would show up to this. Yeah, thing, right. Which I mean, we've I've nominated for all the sure. Madaba Movies Awards too, hoping that she'll show up. Invited her to my wedding, hoping she would yeah, because right because the 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 um, court order expired last week, so that's cool for me. But the this is what's funny about this. <laughs> There's like four or five of those movies are probably going to be major right. <laughs> like Oscar contenders, like. Don't do this years. on a year where where Barbie and Oppenheimer are the biggest movies of the year. Those movies are great and made a lot of money. Like this is stupid mm-hmm. to to double dip this kind of thing. Or at least don't let one let both of them win. Give it to right, right. You can, across the Spider Verse, like, you know. I mean, across the Spider Verse has an Oscar chance too. Well, I mean, it's, well it's certainly such a weird year to do this with. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying Barbie's probably going to win that. I would imagine. Sure. 
And so, yeah, or Oppenheimer. And so, yeah, it's just kind of a repeat of what Best Picture might end up being. <laughs> right, right. Which might say more about the state of movies than anything. The fact that the <laughs> yeah. cinematic box office, office achievement is kind of a carbon sure. copy sure. with a few exceptions. I mean, Eris Tour probably should have been nominated for Best Picture. We shall see. You know, <laughs> Best Cinematography, nothing else. Uh, best animated movie, Boy and the Heron, Elemental, Cross the Spider-Verse, Super Mario, Suzum, and, oh, this might be our first tourist of the night, Wish. Oh, man, that's tough. Mm. Is Wish already on Disney Plus? <laughs> it's not, but I was at Target tonight, and... They have like a huge end cap for Wish merchandise, and I don't know that there's a single thing that has been purchased off of that end cap. It's so Brian it's bought it all. He's a completist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I have an entire other house filled with material <laughs> but. Of, of Disney failure uh, animation. That's his one. That's what he collects. That's his thing. He doesn't want the six. Yeah. Everyone collects his successes. Yeah. <laughs> I have so much Black Cauldron merch, guys. Like, oh man, it's incredible. So far, it's made 100 million worldwide. Mm. Not great. Not great. It might make probably got 100 million of just in that end cap right there. You know, (laughs) it might do okay over Christmas, maybe when kids are out of school. If it's still in theaters, yeah, it's true. (laughs) Still got two or three weeks left until until we're there. It's a tough one. Not great, yeah. And there's there's animated movies coming out still, you know, big blockbusters coming out. So theaters are, are kind of the ones I think at that point that choose what they want. And unless Disney pulls the old, either you show this or you can't show Star Wars move, uh, then I don't know. There might be not be a reason for Wish to be around much longer. It's in sixth place currently, slightly mm. ahead of Trolls, which was out I think like a month before Wish was so i would say probably boy in the heron or across the spider-verse would do that if i was thinking like the globes would think Mm -hmm. but who knows wish might be the one original song i'm just ken and dance the night nominated hope dance the night gets a an oscar Mm -hmm. nomination i heard that on the radio today man mark ronson you can quote me on this. Pretty good producer. <laughs> Knows how to produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sounded great. Peaches from the Mario Brothers movie, also nominated. And the Billie Eilish song from Barbie, nominated. And then yeah, we've got this Springsteen right. song from She Came to Me, which I don't know what that is. You've never even heard But, that. you know, you just hope the boss shows up at the Globes. I've heard he's been nominated two, three, four times. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> Original score. We've got the Poor Things score from Jerskin Fendricks, Ludwig Ronson's Oppenheimer score, The Boy and the Heron, The Zone of Interest, Spider-Man, and Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm. I think it's going to be between Op and Killers for the old score. Seems likely. This yeah. year. Screenplay. Barbie. Poor things. I guess they just have one screenplay uh, category here. So this is just best screenplay. 
Barbie, Poor Things, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Past Lives, Anatomy of a Fall. I honestly hope Barbie wins screenplay because it's such a, a unique mm-hmm. original screenplay. I Not agree. to say Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon aren't, but if David Fincher said I'm making an Oppenheimer movie or if Killers of the Flower Moon <laughs> was adapted by somebody else, it wouldn't be that much different. Be different, but it wouldn't be that much of it. But if somebody else made Barbie, it'd be like probably nothing like what she did. So the originality aspect alone, I think, uh, deserves the nod. Mm-hmm. So, man, it's looking good for Barbie so far. Best director, Greta Gerwig Barbie. By the way, Greta Gang shirts available now. Madaboutmoviespodcast.com. Get them in time for Christmas. Not only just shirts. We got mugs, stickers, all kinds of Greta Gang merch over there. So check it out. Yorgos, poor things. Bradley Cooper for his direction of Maestro. See what I did there? <laughs> Directing. Gentle Maestro. Comedy. Yeah. Chris Nolan, Oppenheimer, Scorsese for Killers, and Celine Song for Past Lives. Wow, what a competitive bunch that is. Yeah. Might be the exact same for minus one. I think the Oscars usually do five, right? This is six. Uh-huh. But man, stacked. Super yeah, stacked. Yeah. How are you guys sitting on Oppenheimer at the as we round out the year? How do you say that? I rewatched it like, I don't know, two or three weeks ago. Um, both those movies were such um, of the moment, you know, with everything. Mm-hmm. It became kind of meme factories and you kind of forget the the movies behind them at some point. And, uh, and I watched it. A couple, my wife had COVID and was down and out. And I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll watch, I'll fire up some Oppenheimer. That'll make you feel better. And uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's, I, I think I'll end up watching it quite a few times in my life, which I wasn't sure about after seeing it one time. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Brian, any thoughts there? Uh, I mean, I think it's the best movie I've seen this year still. And I saw, I mean, in the last couple of weeks, I've seen two movies I really, really loved. So, Trolls and Wish. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And The Machine. Have y'all seen The Machine? No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it's going to be tough to beat that one for worst of the year for this guy. Um, the. Yeah, Godzilla I loved and Holdovers we talked about last week or the week before. I love, 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 love that. So um, I feel like I feel like Oppenheimer is just kind of one of it is one of those top of the decade kind of movies. So I, I have a hard time feeling like it's not going to be my number one this year. But there's still some movies I'm excited about and it's possible that that but I that's I don't know. I, I I think in my list, I tend to. I I will. I don't think it. I don't think it helps a movie to have come out that early in the year. As I'm going through the year, then I when I get through the end of the year, I do like a. I try really hard to do a big accounting of. All right, is this really better than that, or, you know, whatever? Is it recency bias, or is it the mm-hmm. opposite of which ones are lingering? Kind of? Yeah, exactly. Oppenheimer, as I've compared to each movie that I see to it, and there weren't a lot of contenders up against it um, for for a couple of months. But you know, when I see the holdovers, when I see 
mentioned Godzilla. Um, some of the others uh-huh. that we're kind of yeah. knocking out as we go through the course of of you know the 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 crazy movie season where there's there's fifty movies a day. It seems like um, a lot of good movies. Nothing is nothing is is topping Oppenheimer for me right now. Wow, that's uh, I think that bodes well for how it'll probably end up with the awards, but. Man, I, I agree. I think it's still a huge topic of conversation. People are starting to revisit it. One of the best movies of the century, according to the DVD box art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Best performance by a male actor in a supporting role. You got Defoe for Poor Things, De Niro and Killers, Downey and Oppenheimer, Gauze and Barbie. Charles Melton, May, December, and Ruffalo, poor things. Wow. Very sad. So May, December, that's a not a fun watch, but goodness. Uh, that guy really is very, very good. Good performance from him. Yeah. Um, any any thoughts there? I mean, they'll probably want to make some headlines. They'll give it to Gaz. He might not get the Oscar, but he'll get the Globe. <laughs> sure. That, that I would situation. feel pretty, yeah, I'm with you. I would feel pretty good about betting Gaz for the Globe. I think it's closer to a toss-up for the Oscar, but for the Globe, it feels likely that they'll go fun star who's going to give a fun speech. I mean, Downey will give, there's a chance Downey has like a real wheels off speech, you know? So yeah. who knows? But um, yeah, I, I would I would imagine Gaz there. I mean, I just why I want Defoe's speech. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> See whatever he's dragging around these days. Yeah, whoever Defoe's dragging around these days. The best performance by a female in a sporting role: Emily Blunt, Danielle Brooks, Color Purple, Jodie Foster for Niad. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Swimmer movie. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way to know. There is no way to know. I did see a trailer for the True Detective. I guess she's going to be in. That could be yeah. awesome. Yeah. I always have high hopes for that, and it never <laughs> has lived up to what it could be. Julianne Moore, May December. Rosamund Pike, Richard Saltburn. Mm-hmm. And Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers, which who we just talked about last week. Yeah. Man. Shh. No Kate McKinnon, Weird Barbie? (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Nope, no no America Ferreira. I saw there was some outrage around that. And yeah, yeah, lots of, you know, snubs, snubs galore. Actually, really good, that category, because no one writes parts for for good supporting parts, oftentimes for women. Um, So Mm. no fault fault of their own. A lot of times that can be pretty weak, but it's pretty stacked this year in terms of what the potential Oscar group could be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some real Absolutely. studs in it. Yeah, it's very competitive. Uh, I would say Divine Joy Randolph would be my I hope or so. Emily Blunt, yeah. but so. I have not seen uh, the rest. I have not seen Color I, uh, or December yet. So. I actually find Emily Blunt to maybe be the weak spot of that movie. Personally. That's not a hot take. I know other people that feel that way too. Yeah, yeah and it's not... I really... I. May, not made the mistake it's very good but i read the not to be that guy but i read the book um mm-hmm. the american prometheus book prometheus book rather and uh that character is like 
I think a little underwritten in the movie. Yeah. And I, I think you, probably you, on purpose. You only have so many hours. Like I get yeah. it, but like, I don't think that that didn't like wow me. Like the, the character of the book is or the person is. They maybe could have focused is, on more on her career as a scientist and how she was this scientist who basically put aside her career to, to help with Oppenheimer do whatever yeah. he had, you know? It, it, yeah. Maybe you're right. I went back and watched the special features that they did on the DVD of Oppenheimer. Man, huh? incredible. Incredible production. Yeah. They you- went back and built the entire <laughs> Los Alamos. The mm-hmm. bomb. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. And the bomb. I mean, they had to build it basically to scale everything to scale. They built the actual tower. What if to scale. he really built a real atom bomb? Just like, yeah. I, we got to really get we into really build. I mean, honestly, yeah. that was the rumor when, when he was making this movie and some of the trailers came out. They're like, he definitely went and, and dropped an actual nuke somewhere, didn't he? <laughs> like, only Nolan would be like, I would only make right. this if they let me drop it. He saw it as nuke. a twofer because he, he did that. And then that also created a real Godzilla, and so he's going to make a Godzilla movie. Yeah, there you go. So it's kind of a perfect. What's funny about that is everyone's like, "Oh, he's he's dropping a nuke," and then you watch the special features, and a lot of the, you know, like the interstitial stuff of Oppenheimer. That's like the nuclear fusion. Yeah, little little cuts. All most of that is like a dude with a glow stick on a string just spinning it around. <laughs> and the explosion was just like we'll just blow it up with a lot of dynamite. It's just a lot of dynamite is the big explosion in the movie too. It's yeah. And they did, they did build the tower to scale. Like they went out and built a hundred foot tower and like Killian Murphy actually climbed the tower in the rain like it, it he did in the movie which is uh, it's pretty amazing. So go back and watch that and it made me appreciate just that as a production a lot more just seeing the the nightmare <laughs> the the look on the face of the production designer when no one walked in and said i want to build los alamos to scale <laughs> go do it like oh god you know? and it Just wasn't a, honestly it's crazy how much effects cost like you know all these digital people that you have to pay salary on and these crazy because like Oppenheimer wasn't that expensive honestly yeah. like compared to a lot of things it cost like what 100 million to make it mm-hmm. and he did all that yeah. it's pretty wild yeah, but in in a lot of ways, it's a lot harder than making like an Avengers or something because for sure, in in one place you can be in a soundstage and hire out the effects, whereas this you got to actually go out and do it. So mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, yeah, I'm just saying from a studio more. point of view, it's just stroking a one check versus a much bigger one. Sure, for sure, totally. Well, that will be something to watch. So let's go on to best actor. Nick Cage for Dream Scenario. Have you seen that yet, Kent? I have not. I know Richard hasn't. Okay. I may try to go My see last uh, non-mainstream movie was Godzilla that I went to see, which has become mainstream, but not when I yeah. saw it. But I was like, yeah. I want to go see an indie movie, and I went and saw Godzilla. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Wonka. Chalamet. Are you nominated. serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the buzz on it's unbelievable. I don't know what I know, it's, is it's, up it's with just, the trailer. <laughs> the trailer is one of the worst pieces of garbage I've ever seen. Like, oh man. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no Hugh Grant for a supporting actor, though. Yeah, we riot. That is a travesty. Just for the speech possibility alone. Can we get him uh, host? Here's one that Can you I might like, Brian. Up? Matt Damon for air. Oh, nice. 
Nice. I mean, that's a big time Golden Globes kind of play. Yeah. I don't know that that's going to be an Oscar play, but I like it. I like it. Movie that came out way too too early too for awards. Yeah. I'm surprised anyone has remembered though, it. Yeah. Because it's like it wasn't trying to win Oscars. Like, hey, guess what? Just a good little movie here in mm-hmm. April. Enjoy. True. I like Paul that. Giamatti for the holdovers. Yeah. Joaquin for Bo is Afraid. Not for oh, Napoleon. That's weird. I'm telling you guys, his performance in that is it's unbelievable. Is yeah. pretty next level. And Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction, which I've still not seen either. Can't it's wait on to the see list. that. I'm very yeah, excited. I'm to see really that pumped for that. We're going to see all these movies, and we'll address our thoughts on them most likely in our list episode, if not sooner, in a dedicated mm-hmm. episode. But we still got a lot to get to before we get to the list episode. The year doesn't end when December ends basically right. we're still going to be talking about a lot of these new movies at the beginning of Our january movie year so. is feb 1 through jan 30 basically so yeah right. just the man fiscal that's right that's right you guys think giamatti wins that that's what i that that's the vibe i get all right yeah so for drama bradley cooper okay leo dicaprio coleman domingo rustin nice Nice. Barry Keoghan, Saltburn, Killian, and Andrew Scott for all of us strangers. Mm. Love Andrew Scott. Yeah, he's quite good. Ah, man, my, Bradley Cooper. My pick still there is is Killian. I I, mm. I that still I think is the best performance I've seen this year. And it's there's some other really really good ones, Giamatti included. Uh, but that I. I hope that we do not as 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 time goes by with Oppenheimer, which is such an incredible technical achievement and storytelling achievement and all of these other things. His performance is unbelievable. It's so, so good. And so I hope we don't not to say he has to win the Oscar in order for us to remember it. That's not what I mean, but just I hope that that doesn't get lost in all of the technical achievement and how great this this movie is uh because murphy's murphy's performance is remarkable in my opinion absolutely man that one is gonna be one to watch best performance let's go to the lady side of the of things let's go musical comedy color purple fantasia barino of american idol jennifer lawrence no hard feelings Interesting nomination there. Oh, wait, like my brain cannot comprehend the comedy part of this. I guess. Oh, right, right, right. This is this is the gloves. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I was about to have a little conniption. Sorry. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence, no hard feelings. What? Interesting. <laughs> is this the Razzies or what do we know? <laughs> uh, Natalie Portman, May December. There's like one joke in that movie. And no hard feelings. Yeah. No, in in uh, May, May December. December. Yeah, it's kind of a weird comedy. It's kind of shamelessy. Like at least no hard feelings. Like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, a straight yeah. up comedy. Like that's right. what that that's like. You know, the the movie star play, but it it at least fits in the genre. But I mean, let's just I buried the lead here. I mean, Margot Robbie's nominated for Barbie, so she's going to win. So yep. don't have to keep going there. Drama. Annette Benning for Nyad again. No way to know mm. what that is. 
We have it's a biopic. I wa it's on Netflix. I watched it. Ah. It's fine. It's you watched easy. it. Completed. I did. Yeah. Look at me. You're just I, rocking on a Tuesday, rocking some Niad. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's about it's about us this lady swimmer who like tried to set a world record for swimming a really long distance stuff. She did it late in life. It's good. It's well performed. That's fine. I don't know that I'll have I don't know that I'll have any of them either in my fake Oscar ballot, but it's fine. It's fine. It's not the tourist, you know. So that's how we <laughs> so we judge everything with the globes, I feel like, comparative comparatively wise. Lily for Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Huller, Anatomy of a Fall, Greta Lee, Past Lives, Carrie Mulligan, Maestro, and Callie Spaney for Priscilla. First mention oh, nice. of that. Very nice. Yeah, I feel like that uh, Napoleon and Ferrari have, have under underperformed. Yeah, Ferrari totally. just disappeared fairly badly, hurting our this. chances for uh, our heat too, maybe because it's mm-hmm. just like not mm-hmm. existing in any of this. Yeah, man, Driver was pretty good on SNL. He's got something. I think he's going to be he's a always good on the actor. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He might be all right, that guy. I'd, yeah, I bet on that guy. Uh, so let's go to best picture, musical or comedy. We've got Poor Things, May December, The Holdovers, Barbie, American Fiction, and Air. Interesting. Pretty man, pretty competitive little. Yeah, there's a lot of good. I mean, between there. the Holdovers, Barbie, Poor Things, and American Fiction, I, I feel like the Globes could go with any of those. Definitely. I doubt they go with air or May December, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, I think that's probably Barbie, but we'll see. We'll see how yeah, for sure. And then drama. Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Op, Past Lives, and the Zone of Interest. Going with Op. Yeah. Oh, oh wait! Well, I like see asterisk asterisk. Uh, the Eras Tour is also nominated for drama, best picture drama. <laughs> okay, that's. <laughs> I can't even. I can't just like, no one loves Taylor Swift more than me. No one. <laughs> but I'm like, come on, guys! Like, <laughs> it's a concert movie. Really. It's a documentary. That's, yeah. Drama. <laughs> I'm going with Op there and. Yeah. Should be a pretty basic ceremony. Like I said, who knows if they even get a host at this point? I think Hollywood has collectively all agreed. Anyone of note has agreed don't host the Globes. Mm. Probably. <laughs> Some kind of secret pact, secret group group chat that people not wanting to do this job. So who knows who it ends up being. Dude perfect, probably something like that. And uh, we'll be on here. To make fun of it afterward. Dude Can't perfect wait. doing the globes would be awesome. <laughs> Coop begging me to stay up late to watch the Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah. Will getting Willem Dafoe up there and trick shotting him. Trick shotting Willem Dafoe across the stage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's I got one more thing to to touch on before we hit some weekly recommends, fellas. Something I look forward to every year, I don't know if you guys do, is the reveal 
of the blacklist, the unproduced oh, screenplays yeah. absolutely that are yet to be in production with a studio up for bid is what these are. And there's a lot of interesting ones this year. A lot of crazy ones, though. I was going down the list, reading some of these log lines, and I was like, wow, these are some some wild ones. And so I'm introducing you guys tonight to America's new favorite game show, Blacklist or Chat GPT. <laughs> I'm in. Right, so I'm going to read a log line. You tell me whether it's an actual logline from the blacklist or one created by ChatGPT out of nowhere. So, where should I start? This one's called Down Came the Rain. When a woman gives birth to a spider, she begins to question her unraveling reality in the arachnid horror of postpartum motherhood. On the blacklist or chat GPT. Brian, you would go first, second, third. I'll go second on this one. I'm going to go. Gives birth to a spider and has arachnid horrors. I'm going to say blacklist. I will take, I'll, you know what? I'll just, I'll make it simple. I'll take the opposite side of that one. Do you actually think that, or are you just trying to make it interesting? I'll make it interesting. I'll make it interesting. I'll go the opposite way. That one is the blacklist. Yes. Okay. So we will be reviewing Down Came Solo. the Rain. Brian will be reviewing Solo. Down Came the Rain. The woman gives birth to the <laughs> <Yeah>. spider. <laughs> That's definitely up his wheelhouse for sure. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. Carnies. A group of friends... Circus folk. <laughs> a group of friends on a camping trip stumble on an abandoned haunted amusement park where the attractions come to life. There, they must survive a nightmarish game of cat and mouse with vengeful spirits. Carnies, chat GPT, or the blacklist. I mean, that sounds like so many TV show episodes and... Probably a bunch of movies too. I'm gonna go Chat GPT. Richard, I'll, I'll I'll go I'll go Blacklist. Carnies is Chat GPT. Yes, the manuscript. A reclusive writer receives an anonymous manuscript that predicts real life murders before they happen. But as the body count rises, the writer must unravel the mystery behind the predictions while becoming the prime suspect in the case. The manuscript. Chat GPT or the blacklist? I, I'm going to take real. I'm going to take a real, a real writer on this one. The manuscript. Chat GPT is the answer. Well, let's keep going. A few more. Um, let's go with four of a kind. Four best friends since high school who are now in their mid forties have their world turned upside down when they discover a long held secret that they are actually brothers, but 
Their father is the world's most wanted criminal. Four of a kind. Chat GPT or the blacklist. It's my pick this time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Blacklist. Chat GPT. Four of a kind. Chat GPT. <sighs> Gosh. It's actually a good prompt, Chat GPT. Good work there. <laughs> I'll work on that one. I'll say that will asterisk that one. I'm going to write that script. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. All right. Two more here. Could be anything. Um, this one's called Elixir. In the future, where emotions are controlled through a government-mandated serum, a rebellious scientist invents a device that allows people to experience unfiltered emotions, sparking a revolution. Elixir. So like equilibrium with Christian Bale. Right. Okay. I'll go human person blacklist. (laughs) Okay. Chat GPT. Elixir is chat GPT. Dang it. Gum it. And we'll do one more here. Bad boy. A rescue dog suspects that his loving new owner might be a serial killer. Oh, boy. Bad boy. Brian? Real human. And Richard. I'll go go chat GBT. Just close it down. Bad boy was written by a real human, and it's one of the top scripts... On this year's blacklist, if not the top. I'm sure Bad Boy will be coming to a theater near you, starring Will Ferrell. Serial killers are so hot right now. So we'll get started working on Four of a Kind and Elixir, (laughs) and we'll look for those on next year's blacklist. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But until then, let's hit a quick weekly recommend, fellas. Weekly recommend. What you got for us this week, Mariah? I'm going to recommend a documentary. I don't know. I might be stealing Richard's thunder here. Um, you are, and that's fine. We'll co-recommend it. Okay. I already know. But you deserve it because you're the one that you saw it before me. Our co-weekly recommend is Albert Brooks Defending Your Life. Defending My Life, excuse me, on, I believe it's on Max. It is. Yeah. Uh, ruled so hard. It's It's just a pretty straightforward documentary about one of the funniest people that's ever been born, and uh, I loved it a whole lot. Rob Reiner directed. Great, great call with Reiner. I hope, I don't know, maybe maybe you guys will disagree with me here, but inserts himself into this just enough. Like, it's he kind of, like, perfectly... And he should, because they've been friends since they were, like, 10. Only right. when, he's, like, yeah. only when they're, he's relevant in the story. Like, oh, yeah. I was yes, there, or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, love that. Um, and and he has he's a good he's a good uh, 
he's a good interviewer too. So, um, it, it works really well, but yeah, some of the clips, uh, from, from Brooks's like stand up and his early days with on, you know, on Carson and on, and the, the kind of the late night circuit stuff. I hadn't seen a lot of those things and yeah. I was cackle laughing in my office. Just some of the oh, funniest so stuff. Yeah. All the clips from the movie is great too. So yeah, and the man, fact that I, he would never run it before, like he never practiced or anything, was unbelievable crazy. to me. Like, gosh, to be that funny. Oh, the the oh mime who talks was so good. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. The I'm pulling a rope now. I'm pulling this yeah. rope. <laughs> Calling in to do an animal. <laughs> sorry, to do the animal thing with the. To show off, oh, I have a... Oh, yeah, the stupid pet trick. I, the stupid pet tricks, killed me. That is such a funny <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, but great stuff. And Albert Brooks is, just seems like he's a great dude, too. So everybody seems to love him. Um, I think with, with like, celebrity docs like that, um, the the ones it's like a, you either want them to be like the best people that every person is just so excited to come out and talk about what a great duty is or great gal or whatever. Or you're like, it's complicated. He was a complicated person. Those also can be really, can be really interesting. But, um, the, 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 the plethora of, of, uh, comedians and celebrities and whatnot that they got to, to speak in this on Brooks's behalf is, was impressive as well. So yeah, I, one of the better, of that style of docs I've, I've, I've seen, I've seen in a while, really enjoyed it quite a bit. So yeah, it was great. I, I loved about it was it was just a murder's row of interviewers to interviewees. Yeah. Just oh, like yeah. every time someone popped up that was an Albert Brooks or Reiner, it was like rock and Conan and Wanda and John Seward. And you got Stiller and Spielberg and, Heim. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Alana, and then all these, you know, everybody keeps showing up, and then freaking Neil deGrasse Tyson pops up. <laughs> I'm like, God, <laughs> I ruined it. Yeah. We're on such a having such a good run, man. <laughs> you had to chime in. Yeah, that's true. We got to downgrade it a notch just because apparently he's responsible for Neil deGrasse Tyson's whole career. So that's a bummer. But otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, great. Otherwise, you know, other than that, uh, A plus. Man, yeah, it was really, really cool doc and great format too. Great way mm-hmm. that Reiner thought to do that. Shout the out ratio Rob of stand up to uh, the movies was good. Like the stand up yeah. stuff went really long and deserved to because I think less people know about that. And like just showing clips of movies is not that interesting, but right. um, it's like a sixty six percent stand up to thirty three percent all his movies. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that ratio actually. Appropriate length on the. The movie yeah. too. Other, I mean, it's not Apatow. Thank God, because uh, that Shanling doc was so good. But like it's a little bit long, and some of the other ones that Apatow has done. I, I, yeah. Anyway, classic Apatow and that stuff. Well, what you got, Richard? That's mine too. So, oh, it's like okay. our co-recommend. All right, a couple guys recommending the same thing. Guys being dudes. <laughs> Love and Albert Brooks. I'll recommend a documentary too. Have you watched this, Brian? This uh, disturbance in the force about the Star Wars holiday special. Haven't watched it yet. I'm excited. I actually at some point this week for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's a uh, it's really well done. Check it out. Disturbance in the force about the holiday special. I was surprised there hadn't been in like a 
definitive documentary about that. You would think there mm. would have been. Well, but I saw guess what happened. Not. Yeah, and there's some uh, some funny bits in there. Nice. Mainly Bruce Valanche. I mean, come on. Oh, uh-huh. boy. Wrote the Another holiday patrons. special. So plenty of Bruce to go around, <laughs> which is always the case. I forgot that he wrote that. Oh, good yeah. He's got some good get, stories about it. Get the bag, Bruce. It's really good. Well, check that Everybody out. Hilarious T-shirt. Oh, that's my favorite gift I've ever given you is the Bruce Valanche mm-hmm. biography, autobiography. Obviously, mind you, and it's like ninety pages long. It's so short, <laughs> if that. Man, I think you might be giving it about twenty-five pages. It's all double spaced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like us trying to stall in high school with a research paper. Yeah, he literally wrote it while he was in a square. You know, it's like just in the downtimes. <laughs> Right. They should bring back Hollywood Squares. You know how like Kimmel or people do like they'll do those events in the summer, mm-hmm. like Fallon mm-hmm. does them, and just but and have all these big celebrities and then still have Bruce Lynch and everyone under the age of thirty is like who who I'm sorry who is this who is this person? <laughs> it's like yeah, like when Baldwin was doing Match Game, it's just like all these big hitters and then the legend himself, Bruce Lynch. Well, that about does it for the news, rumors, rumblings. Maybe for the year, but definitely for this week. Join our Discord. Become a VIP at madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. Special perks coming up for those people. Wink, wink. So get in now and enjoy that. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. Or see you at the cinema. Bye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those toss salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya The salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again